0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 151, and this is God's Big Story.
1: It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory.
2: Always. It's God's
1: Big Story.
0: So welcome back, everyone, and we're all set to go. We've reached week number 31. Hi, everyone.
2: Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow.
0: So, Marvin, how was your weekend?
1: Oh, it was good, Dave. Actually, you know, I did something I've always wanted to do. Do you know that stone wall just outside the barn? Um... Oh, you do? Uh, You know, it has the gap in the stones. It's crescent-shaped. We call it the moon. Okay,
0: okay, yeah, I've seen that. I didn't know you called it that, but yeah, yeah, it does look like a moon.
1: Yeah, well, Saturday, I jumped right over it. Oh, you did? Yep, my best jump ever. Oh, wow, yeah, you know, Marvin, I didn't know cows could jump. Oh, yeah, we can. We just choose not to most of the time, because, well, you know, we look kind of silly.
0: Oh, I see.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kip, the little sheepdog, well, he saw me jump over the moon, and he laughed and laughed.
0: Okay, hang on. So you, a cow, jumped over the moon, and a little dog laughed. So you might say to see such fun?
1: Mm, Well, that's kind of a weird turn of phrase,
0: Dave, but sure. Mm, Didn't lose any cutlery, did you?
1: Mm, No, Dave. Goodness, what are you talking about?
0: Uh, Nothing, Marvin. Anyway, it is Monday, shall we? Oh, we shall.
1: Jingle, please.
2: What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember... It's Recap day.
0: So here we go, Marvin. Three, two, one. Okay,
1: so he had creation in the fall.
0: Then Noah and the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then Joseph takes him down to Egypt, 400
1: years, and then Moses.
0: Ten plagues, Passover, and then out through the Red Sea.
1: Manna, and Quail, and the tabernacle, and ten commandments, and yeah, 40 years in the wilderness.
0: Then Joshua takes over, and he leads him into the promised land. Then came the judges, and Ruth's story. and Then came the king, Saul first, but he disobeyed. And then David, great king, but sinned, and God promises his throne will last forever. Then Solomon, very wise, and he builds a temple. Next the kingdom divides, Israel up north, Judah down south. Israel has bad kings. Ahab's the worst. They all worship false gods. So God sends Elijah first and then he's taken up to heaven and then Elisha next to call Israel to repent. But eventually he hands them over to the Assyrians.
1: Yeah, and Judah has some bad kings too but some good ones. Hezekiah's great and yes, so they're rescued from the Assyrians but later they fall to the Babylonians.
0: So Daniel and his friends carted off to Babylon. They don't eat the king's food but they do well and Daniel interprets the secret dream.
1: Yeah, and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego won't worship the statues
0: so they meet Jesus in the furnace. Yep, and last we heard of Nebuchadnezzar's dream and how God showed him who was really in charge. Good work, Marv. Another one in the bag.
1: Yeah, okay, Dave. So, well,
0: what's up next? Well, we've heard all there is about old Nebuchadnezzar, so today we move on to his son, King Belshazzar.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, well, who's reading today?
0: Today we're back to our old chum, Nicky.
3: Oh, hi, Nini. Hi, guys. Today we're reading two passages from Daniel chapter 5. Firstly, verses 1-7 to and then 17-31. to King Belshazzar gave a huge banquet. He invited a thousand of his nobles to it, He drank wine with them. While Belshazzar was drinking his wine, he gave orders to his servants. He commanded them to bring in some gold and silver cups. They were the cups his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple in Jerusalem. Belshazzar had brought them in so everyone could drink from them. That included the king himself, his nobles, his wives and his concubines. So the servants brought in the gold cups. The cups had been taken from God's temple in Jerusalem. The king and his nobles drank from them. So did the wives and concubines. As they drank the wine, they praised their gods. The statues of those gods were made out of gold, silver, bronze, iron, wood or stone. Suddenly the fingers of a human hand appeared. They wrote something on the plaster of the palace wall. It appeared near the lampstand. The king watched the hand as it wrote. His face turned pale. He was so afraid that his legs became weak and his knees were knocking together. The king sent for those who try to figure out things by using magic. He also sent for those who study the heavens. All of them were wise men in Babylon. Then the king spoke to them. He said, I want one of you to read this writing. I want you to tell me what it means. Whoever does, this will be dressed in purple clothes. A gold chain will be put around his neck. And he will be made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. And then moving forward to verse 17. Then Daniel answered the king. He said, you can keep the gifts for yourself. You can give your rewards to someone else. But I will read the writing for you. I'll tell you what it means. Your majesty, the most high God, was good to your father Nebuchadnezzar. He gave him authority and greatness and glory and honour. God gave him a high position. Then people from every nation became afraid of the king. That was true no matter what language they spoke. The king put to death anyone he wanted to. He spared anyone he wanted to spare. He gave high positions to anyone he wanted to. And he brought down anyone he wanted to bring down. But his heart became very stubborn and proud. So he was removed from the royal throne. His glory was stripped away from him. He was driven away from people. He was given the mind of an animal. He lived with the wild donkeys. He ate grass just as an ox does. His body became wet with the dew of heaven. He stayed that way until he recognised that the Most High God rules over all kingdoms on earth. He puts anyone he wants to in charge of them. But you knew all that, Belshazzar. After all, you're Nebuchadnezzar's son. In spite of that, you're still proud. You've taken your stand against the Lord of heaven. You had your servants bring cups from his temple to you. You and your nobles drank wine from them. So did your wives and concubines. You praised your gods. The statues of those gods are made out of silver, gold, bronze, iron, wood or stone. You can't see or hear or understand anything. But you didn't honour God. He holds in his hand your very life and everything you do. So he sent the hand that wrote on the wall. Here is what was written mene, mene, tekel, parson and here's what these words mean the word mene means that God has limited the time of your rule he has brought it to an end the word tekel means that you have been weighed on scales and you haven't measured up to God's standard the word pires means that your authority over your kingdom will be taken away from you it will be given to the Medes and Persians Then Belshazzar commanded the servants to dress Daniel in purple clothes. So they did. They put a gold chain around his neck, and he was made the third highest ruler in the kingdom. That very night, Belshazzar, the king of Babylon, was killed. His kingdom was given to Darius, the Mede. Darius was 62 years old.
1: Thanks, Nicky. Okay, Dave, question. How come nobody could read the words if they were just written right up there in the wall for everyone to see? Oh, well, it sounds like the
0: professor can help
2: us with that. It's Professor Wispin's.
0: So, Professor, how come nobody could read the writing?
2: Ah, yes, that is an interesting question. Okay, so the words that were written up on the wall, they were written in a language called Aramaic, yeah? Now, Aramaic has no vowels. You know, the vowels are A, E, I, O, and U. Hmm, I don't understand, Professor. Well, let's see. Okay, in English, if you wrote like the Aramaic language, instead of writing BAT... B A T you would leave out the vowel sound and just write B then T oh ok so yeah that means it could be a little bit confusing if you have no idea what it is you are reading try it boys and girls if you write down a cat sat on a mat and you take out the vowels you get C T S T N M T hmm. you see not so easy to understand huh? <laughs> Okay, yeah, so God showed Daniel what vowels to put in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and where to put the spaces between the words too. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Thanks, Professor. Ah, no problem, guys. <laughs> Happy to help.
0: Okay, so Marvin, well, it was kind of a grim tale today.
1: Oh, yeah, big scary hand, and, and then he dies that night?
0: Yep, you know, he thought he didn't need to worry about God. He thought he could do just whatever he wanted, but he didn't know that his time on Earth was almost up. And boys and girls, none of us know how long we get. We might live until we're a 105, or, well, we might get eaten by a big old bear tomorrow in the grocery store. Hmm, seems kind of unlikely, Dave. Well, it is, Marvin, but you get the point. We don't know, and that might sound scary, and if it wasn't for Jesus, it would be. If it wasn't for Jesus, we would also hear what Belshazzar heard. The bad news that we hadn't measured up to God's standards, because, well, none of us have. We might not have sinned the way Belshazzar did with the stuff from the temple, but all of us fall short. We've all sinned. When we read these words, it should turn our thoughts to Jesus because now we're not going to be weighed and measured. We're not going to be compared to God's standards because, well, we are given Christ's righteousness.
1: Oh yeah, I like that, Dave. (laughs) Yep,
0: for sure. So today, give thanks, boys and girls, for what is waiting for us. When our days on earth are done, we're not weighed and measured to see if we're good enough, but our place in heaven is paid for by Jesus and given to us by grace.
1: Amen, Dave. Good news.
0: And, Marvin, we are completely out of time, so let's say goodbye, and we will be back tomorrow.
2: Okay, well, bye, everyone. See you tomorrow.
0: Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and
1: jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.